something that you know our our close personal friend Lynn Manuel Miranda who hope maybe we'll have him on the show one day <laughs> is, Manifest. I heard him say once that what he loved about it growing up was that he got to be around kids that were older than him and he got mm-hmm. to experience different you know uh, uh, different ages and different age groups and we got to experience younger kids and older kids and kids my age and kids so and even adults we got to interact with a lot of adults and that just it even even looking back on it it like opens your worldview a little bit more and you just experience so much more and yeah it's just so great Hello, and welcome to the very first episode, episode one of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we are hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your nephew's school production of Fiddler on the Roof Jr., you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. To find out more about the Theater Nerd cult, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Theater Nerd Pod and on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. In our inaugural episode, we are discussing how the two of us fell in love with theater. All right, Rachel, here we are on our first ever episode of Theater Nerds. You know, for those that don't know, we've been talking about this for a while. We've been discussing it, but here we are, Theater Nerds. It's happening. It's happening. You're joining the theater cult. We are, of course, talking this episode about how we fell in love with theater. And I'm so excited to do that with you and just to join, you know, go on this ride with you. I'm so excited. I pre-gamed today's episode recording in two ways. Right before this, I hyped myself up with uh, songs from the New World, the 2018 production from Encore. <laughs> yes, so highly recommend. And then last night, I went to see The Lion King, which is touring where I am in Nashville, Tennessee. Yes. And it was awesome. It was my first time back at a theater production, a Broadway touring theater production since before the start of the pandemic and did I sob during the first number you best believe I did because I was just so excited to see people back on stage where we can allow them to be healthy and safe and Hmm. uh just do what they what they're made to do and so it it was so lovely yeah yeah I'll have to tell you you know I'm here in Norfolk Virginia we are we do record this in separate states everyone thank you technology um but (laughs) I uh, went to a theme park called Bush Gardens over Christmas break. For those of you that live on the East Coast or in Virginia, maybe you know of it. Um, so the first ever live thing I ever saw, <laughs> you know, since the pandemic was um, Celtic Fury, I think it's called, or Celtic Fire yeah. in Bush Gardens in that like Ireland pavilion or something. And I was sitting there going, this is my first theater experience back. And I was kind of a little sad about it, but I also <laughs> was like, no, like, you weren't sad because the tap dancing is amazing. It is amazing. And it is amazing. Yeah. That's what gets us through. 
Wonderful. Amazing. Well, yeah. I should I should I start Tay on uh, how I fell in love with theater? Absolutely. Uh, okay. We hope you guys join us uh, in on the discussion. We want to hear how you guys fell in love with theater. Yes. Too. Um, but yeah, take the reins, Rachel. We want to hear all about how you how you fell into this art form. So I actually didn't know at first. I had to um, call up a phone a friend and call up my parents. <laughs> and ask them (laughs) and ask them kind of how I fell in love with theater their first recollection of me loving theater Um, and they had very different answers so my dad said that I loved the king and I and that we had a VHS that I basically wore out because I loved that that movie musical wow do I remember this (laughs) I don't remember that (laughs) I truly don't but I'm I'm glad that I I loved that song um mm. song musical loved it enough to allow that to pursue acting and and musical theater my mom said I assume they just put it on for you and then you were like oh, yeah this- and then apparently like I would like I would constantly ask for it to be put on which is very interesting because I don't I would if you were to ask me what my favorite musical was or like one that I hold dear I probably wouldn't pick the king and I um yikes so, we, all evolve, to say. we all grow up we, we, know, takes. we learn we learn new things <laughs> yeah and my mom was like well of course when you started doing things on the stage when you started singing and you know you did things at church and it was kind of like theater and I was like okay that makes sense but I remember going to see my first Broadway musical I went to see Oklahoma and Mm -hmm. I remember three distinct things about the show I was very tiny as a tiny human um, I also saw Tony Bennett sing at the same time. So my first concert, my first Broadway performance, all wow. in one. I feel very lucky. Yeah. But I remember how itchy the seats were mm. on my little tights. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I was wearing a dress with tights and probably really nice well, how old are you, you know, dress shoes. I, I think this is 2004, 2002, okay. maybe. Um, and I was born in 96. So someone else did that math for me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> But I was small enough. Yeah, small (laughs) enough. Yeah, I remember that. And then I remember my, I remember just someone running down the aisle during the show. And I was like, did not know people could do that. Was not aware. The first thing I remember. Yes, yes. It was part of the show. (laughs) I don't remember who. Yeah. Who was running down? Listen, I got a whole, I got a whole other experience <laughs> with that. I'll tell. Maybe we'll get to it one day. We'll so, get to that. Well, can we get to full pause when yeah. it comes? Just to a little yeah, tease, you know, and maybe it. we'll do like an episode on like weird theater things. We need to do an episode on theater in the audience and how did that become a thing? When did it not become a thing? I have lots of questions. But the other thing I remember is that my dad told me, "Hey, look, in the second part of this, there's going to be a gunshot that goes off, and it's not real." And I was like, okay, okay. And I was prepared, you know, I think, but it was so loud (laughs) and smoke came out of the gun as if it was real. And I bawled. I started crying. I think I was just scared more than anything. I knew everyone was okay because, but like people, you know, anyway. So I remember that very vividly. Um, I think actually that's just like my first introduction into theater Mm. but I started doing musical theater did tap classes and dance classes at a young age um had a lot of girls in my before I met you Tay um I was doing this 
dance class on an, on the other side of town and a few of our um, a few of my classmates they were old enough and and also homeschooled and so they went up to New York to audition for Annie when it was coming back to Broadway that's amazing and one of them yeah and one of them was in it Whoa. so that's amazing yeah so I I just shout that out we'll have like her the, on the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not friends anymore we'll see if I can find her that's fine. but absolutely um so I just I loved theater I we can talk about why I love it now but my introduction into theater was definitely like this magical place kind of how people love Disney and love other things but musical theater especially was like it's magical people are singing their feelings there's dancing this is amazing Mm -hmm. yeah and also like I get to be some I get to learn something and then show it on the stage and then people clap after I mean who doesn't want that affirmation yeah well especially (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly you're hamming it up all the time as a kid and this is like a very productive way yeah of, of learning you're semi about that. an only child kind of ish um yeah absolutely so like yeah enjoying that space of like wait there's all these people and yeah oh and of course my friend group as we grew up you know the cheetah girls that was huge and so we Amazing. would like perform yeah. the songs yeah. and like do a dance routine you know so amazing absolutely yeah so, what about you tay how did you oh my gosh yeah you know what's fun so for those that don't don't know i'll say this too rachel and i have been friends for a really long time like like 12 <laughs> years like over 10 years um, wild so it's, it's wild crazy guys and we're not <laughs> even really that old <laughs> yeah don't we're not old no no, no not, at all, not at all put down it's fine <laughs> don't see my my you know my gray hair and my beard um, <laughs> But we, yeah, I mean, well, I'll, I'll kind of mention where we met a little bit later, but uh, the first thing that I, I do want to talk about too, about how, like, for me, I kind of see it in like three different chunks or sections, like in my life uh, with theater. So the first section's definitely just my introduction to it. And what I remember um, very vividly was in 2006, for people that don't know, this little movie came out here. Let me see if I can, I don't know if people, you know, remember this, this little, this little ditty. I don't know how much I can play. I'll just play it. Whatever. The rights go to Disney, whatever, not a sponsor. Singing it. But, um, <laughs> it is, maybe I'll just keep playing it. This, this little, I remember it so vividly. It's 2006, I was 10 years old. Anything so can happen. But, um, when you I actually like was so excited for it, but I got in trouble the day that it came out. And what? I don't know what I what I do not remember the the like why I got in trouble. I don't remember the instance, like whatever. I just remember getting in trouble, but I was like, Mom, no. I have to watch high school music. This premiere. This no, absolutely. January 20th. If anybody remembers, I remember the day. <laughs> I think it was January 20th. Anyway. Um, and it was a it was a big I know it was in January wait I'm looking it up right now January 20th look at that oh my gosh Um, I'm adding you to my trivia team (laughs) and I just I don't know what I think it was also that story is very important of like you know inclusivity and like you can be whoever you don't have to just be I mean I was never really like the jock guy but you don't just have to be like 
the basketball star and you know you don't you can be both things you can be the basketball star and you can be the singer and the musical theater lover lover mm-hmm. i've always kind yeah. of known who i am and what i love but for you know especially at a young age that specific message for me was always it, you know it was something that i gravitated towards and obviously millions of other people did too <laughs> um, it's not just me <laughs> that would be funny if high school musical just ended up being like not a like a one hit one and I was just like I loved this thing (laughs) oh my gosh I remember for high school musical that they had teased it so much that you knew some of the outfits that Sharpay was going to wear but I remember when the limited two was still in existence that's a clothing store for all those people out there and I went with my mom and some friends and I got this pink train conductor like velvet-esque hat because it was so similar it was not quite but it was so similar to what Sharpay was gonna wear and I wore that on the premiere night of high school musical so yeah there you go the other thing I really resonated with was and even thinking about this now was Newsies when I was little Mm. um because that and I've heard other even like Jeremy Jordan who was in the original Broadway production saying that like watching all these guys dance and sing like it made yeah. it cool it didn't make mm-hmm. it and the same thing with high school musical like it didn't make it like weird it was like no this is just a thing and it's it was fun and yeah it, and that I think maybe those two things probably really influenced me going into it and really ending up doing theater what high school musical influenced that too I also just want to play this because this you know this, this Ryan was always my favorite character. It's hard to believe that I couldn't see. Yeah, you're getting a little. You were always there beside me. Yeah, you're getting a little. I thought I was alone with no one to hold. But you were always there beside me. For those don't know, my sister and, you know, and I are really close, and we always related to Ryan and Sharpay, even though we're not twins. And. <laughs> <laughs> And I think it was. And you're nicer. Hair. Wait, and yeah. you're nicer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's there you true. go. So, lots of lots of stuff there. But tell tell me also too about your like your evolution of theater and like into growing growing up and and all of that. Like as you grew up. Yeah, I mean, I think it's funny hearing you say like what you resonated with when you were first thinking about like how you fell in love with theater and yours was storyline and mine was oh my gosh all these cool people and they're singing really awesome things (laughs) and there's lots of cool sets and stuff I remember like seeing the VHS of South Pacific and Cats which shout out to Cats anyway and um (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) anyway I and all of that like was really I think about this world construction And it wasn't until probably, I mean, even after I started doing musical theater that I realized that storylines were important and like gravitated more towards, you know, it's great if there's a really good production of something, you know, like a really lovely song, but if Mm. the lyrics are not really meaningful or if the story, if if the story is not impactful, it can be fun, but I don't love it as much. And I, I'm sure that's just a part of like childhood, but it's funny hearing you start at a different place. But yeah, so like evolutionally, ever, what? Evolutionarily. Evolutionarily, go, evolutionally, whatever. Yeah, right. Making up words. I fell in love with 
like I said, musical theater. And then I started doing theater things, Mm -hmm. did more acting. I thought I was good at singing jokes. And then I met other people who were good at singing. Let me pause you here and say, (laughs) let me say, I'll say like, so Rachel and I both did, well, actually you did productions at your school because I was homeschooled. Yeah. And I remember seeing you as a bird girl in Seussical. Shout out to um, also Susan a Jr. of mine. One day I'll play a bird girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. One day we'll talk. We'll talk about like you know roles that we can't play probably. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe one There's day. A long but you know gender reversal. But we're both originally from Richmond, Virginia. If you if you guys know you know that 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 area. So we so we both grew up there, and we did an an incredible theater organization that we both grew up with, and and did a bunch of shows together. I think we both both of us did maybe four shows together I want to say something like I that so. I did 12 least, yeah, altogether. I don't know about you I don't even know how many I did <laughs> but probably around, a little fewer than you probably yeah. but not that not that much fewer yeah yeah so that's kind of it was an after school theater arts program bunch of kids you know kids 8 to 18 and incredible experience from yeah. for my experience I don't know about you but <laughs> Yeah, definitely learned a lot. But so I was, okay, so I was in that space even before I started with CIT. I mm-hmm. was doing other things and and doing things within school and like really join chorus. That's like every theater person's dream. I also just want to yeah. side note that Glee came about somewhere in my late middle school era. Yep. And that really, I mean, that changed the perspective on what chorus people were. Like, I feel like, mm-hmm people thought course people were really weird and then all of a sudden show choir became this huge thing we can talk about yeah. show choir later I ended up doing that at another high school but anyway so I was I thought I could sing and maybe I can but not in comparison to other people it's not my strongest skill and neither is dance even though I love both of those mm. things so very much mm. I realized I actually loved acting um, and I'm not amazing at that either, but it's something I'm definitely stronger at without as much practice yeah. as the other two. And because of that, then I realized there's this whole world of theater, not just musical theater, where people mm. get to say these ridiculous soliloquies and monologues and, you know, have an entire fight over just words. There doesn't have to be a dance scene to fight there doesn't have to be right um like an actual fight we can just say things with our words and it'd be really crazy so mm-hmm. I delved into my nerding out about Shakespeare um and and really got into that but um, I think we took a Shakespeare class together. we did we yeah. definitely did I definitely took more than one with CYT for sure and I loved yeah. it so yeah that was, that was super great. Ended up taking a few Shakespeare classes in, in college. But yeah, so my involvement really, it was came from, you know, as a kid, it was like, oh my gosh, I want to be Annie on Broadway. You know, yeah. not really. I wanted to be, I didn't want to be Annie, but you know, I wanted to be someone on Broadway. Then it changed into, I just want to do this and be good at it and love yeah. it. And then it became like, oh, I love this. What can I take from this? And how does that help me? So I'll pause here because then I'll talk about how it relates yeah. to where I am now. Well, I want to talk wanna about this him. little show. I don't know if anyone can hear this. It's so loud. I was not. I was 
was not prepared for the horns to be like that. It was so loud. <laughs> it was so loud. I'm so sorry. If you guys are driving or, you know. Yeah, at, they just swerved. It just, it yeah, like, they were just no. like, what? But that little show, Les Mis, also was another pivotal show that kind of changed my life. My parents um, actually saw the original production in London when they were in like, because they met in London. Another story maybe I'll tell, you know, on another yeah. day. The same theater company that Rachel and I did, originally called Christian Youth Theater CIT, now called Character Works Theater. They did a production of that in 2008, I believe. And we went and saw it. A funny side note story. My mom was like, we're going to go see this show about a guy who steals candlesticks. (laughs) My sister and I were like. That was the description. Yes, that was literally all she said. And we were like, okay, cool. We went and saw literally at the show ended and we were like, there's a lot more. <laughs> it's not just about a guy that steals candlesticks. Like there's a lot more in there. There are 48 <laughs> other scenes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to correlate it even with, with High School Musical, the first class I ever took with that theater company was a High School Musical class. I think my mom was like, oh, there's this, thing where and I know you like high school musical so maybe just start this and then that's how I started even doing shows with them and all these things the second chunk you know I said I wanted talking about three chunks of it the second chunk is like the performing part of it because for me like I performed in 12 shows over four years maybe four-ish years and it was a big chunk of my life it's a big chunk the people that participate in that even even if it's just school productions you know you put your heart and your soul into it because that's really like all you have like you have school and then you have like whatever you're doing outside of school and for some people it's sports for some people it's academics for some and for me it was theater I mean it changed my life in a lot of different ways but it uh, the other part of it is like the escapism part of it like I really Mm -hmm truly not that I I had a wonderful upbringing there's nothing to you know I had to escape from but you know it was just embodying a new person yeah and a new thing and having this very communal you know communal experience I mean we all know like the drama of auditioning and like getting your role and all of that but then once all (laughs) that is aside especially with kids you just yeah on the show and you just do it and it's such a, you know, um, ex- a wonderful experience. And I love the exchange from the audience with the, with being on stage. So yeah, that chunk of my life really, like I look back on it so fondly and I love just like the camaraderie of every single cast that I was able to be a part of and every, uh, all the, sh- like I got to be a part of some incredible shows. We got to be a part of some incredible shows yeah that's how we became some, friends you know so so shows which we, maybe we'll talk about one day <laughs> <laughs> and Richard knows what I'm talking about you know what I'm talking about <laughs> we won't um, name but, names but again it's all part of the experience and it's all part of because you're actively growing like I'm only 25 now and my brain is apparently fully developed but you know I think it's like 30 Ew, for men, what is that? Just me. um, <laughs> but it's like you're still you're just like taking in so much on a daily basis from school or from whatever to have that exposure as to live inside of a world for a, for however many hours it's just it's just incredible and I love one thing I'll say but before I kick it back to you is that something that you know our our close personal friend Lin-Manuel Miranda who hope maybe we'll have him on the show one day <laughs> is, is Manifest. Said, I heard him say once that 
what he loved about it growing up was that he got to be around kids that were older than him and he got mm. to experience different, you know, uh, uh, different ages and different age groups. And we got to experience younger kids and older kids and kids my age and kids. So, and even adults, we got to interact with a lot of adults and that just, it even, even looking back on it, it like opens your worldview a little bit more and you just experience so much more. And yeah, it's just so great. So that, that was yeah oh I love that Thanks. I love that I mean I have I have two thoughts on that that mm-hmm. maybe relate but the first is I feel like local theater is so great for that intergenerational yeah. thing whether that's like yeah. a kids youth theater or whether that's like just local theater um mm-hmm. and you understand also the more shows you do the more you're involved in a local theater production is that roles even the ones that aren't cast are super important and when I say that I mean like sometimes you're just somewhat like we we were in a show together and we were clumped together with a family as a family in one of the shows and we had like four little children around (laughs) us for like two or three scenes and like that is not a role that I was given but it was a role I was given if you know what I mean and like now I like now they're old and (laughs) going to college and I like love to see what they're up to and like you know I'm so it the roles that are not necessarily about who's in who's what character in the cast Mm -hmm. are also really important when it comes to local theater I've never been on Broadway or a touring production so I won't speak to that but I will say that that's for local theater what's so 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 precious about that and then I mean I think where I am uh relates to your escapism thing and I'm not sure it's as much escapism or exploratory, but mm. musical theater, like visualizing myself in a theater in one of those scratchy red velvet seats yeah. is actually my safe space. And I yeah. tried to tell my therapist this and they were like, okay. And I was like, <laughs> no, you don't understand. It's because you're with, as an audience member, you're with people who are ready to explore this world mm. that doesn't make any sense because people are going to burst out to song or in an amazing tap dance to not really move the plot necessarily, right. not always show you their character sometimes, but it just is. It's a like a bursting forth of this energy that is not explained. And I find that so beautiful. So we're mm. doing, we're watching this with other people who we don't have to really talk to, but we're in communion with right inside mm. of the theater. And we're watching this world unfold. And the world could be, you know, all the way from Percy Jackson's Lightning Thief, which is a musical that I saw on Broadway, to mm. Legally Blonde, to Les Mis, right? Whatever it is, or right. Phantom, right? Where like the stories could be magic already, right? And be very otherworldly, or they could be like really sad and like about death because people mm. actually die. Like that's maybe how I would have described Les Mis to you, but you know, yeah, yeah. lots of people die. It's sad. Miserable the revolution. Is what it's cool. Okay. To, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but right, like you, no matter which world you're in or what setting there is, um, it allows you to experience the emotions that we have as humans in a different place that feels safer because they're not our own, but they're so close to our own. Yeah. And, and it is so moving to be in a space that utilizes all of your senses, really all of them mm. in a weird way <laughs> to create and cultivate that feeling within you where you leave. And like for months later, you're telling your friends about this musical you saw and the mm. talent is just absolutely insane. Even right, if you see right. a crappy show, sometimes <laughs> you're like, 
It's crazy. They were so vulnerable. They got themselves on stage. They rehearsed, but also they put themselves out there when they know that that one note, when I'm not that girl, that alphabet sings is hard to hit, you know, Mm. like it's hard girls. Uh, Come on. So anyway, that's, (laughs) yes, exactly. But I, I'm literally yes. not that girl. Like I'm, literally, I'm really not. Don't cast me. No, I know they cast in, uh, pull it in other people green, for that right but now, like, but not me. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so that's that's where I am. Just trying to like love the audience and nerdy side of theater yeah. and participate in ways that I can. You know, like theater is nothing if there's not an audience. And goodness knows mm. that we really in the last eighteen to twenty. Uh, more than 24 months oh my gosh now we're in year three right have really seen right like how much the audience support matters sorry (laughs) this is maybe this is sponsored by wicked no i'm just kidding but (laughs) anyway well to piggyback on that too of like um and where i'm at now too to you know bring it full circle is bring him home um, the whole like communal experience of theater but also you know not to get too political in this show I don't think we'll ever get super I mean maybe we will but like the fact that that different people you know a red Mm. state and a blue state can come together and sit in a dark room I mean it's the same with movies too but there's something about the live aspect too but to sit in a dark room and experience a story together I mean obviously this is something that you know people say a lot it's not like you know I'm not breaking ground here but like Mm -hmm. the you know to can sit in a dark room experience a story and come out of it and go wow that was you know incredible Mm -hmm. like you said regardless if it's something lighthearted, like Legally Blonde or if it's something like Les Mis where you're just like heart-wrenched and crying and yeah all these things it can be so many things and also too I, I've talked about this before I'm gonna plug my older podcast passion project go check it out you guys uh, <laughs> yes do it I talked about it before on my other show about how what I another thing what I love about theater and experiencing it now is the one like the the show that you see the show that whatever whenever time you're sitting in the audience that's the only carbon copy show of that experience that mm-hmm. what you'll ever see um that's why it's different than any other medium it's different than a podcast it's different than a, mu- a movie it's different than a tv show because it's the only thing that will ever happen on that specific night or afternoon mm-hmm. or whatever you see and that's Absolutely. such a special thing because you know when you're talking about Broadway you're talking about a touring show you're talking about even a regional theater there can be so you know a part of and we've seen recently even you know with COVID numbers coming up you know a, a swing coming in and playing a role yeah or, or something so that means that it's a totally different experience but it's also part of it's all part of it and it's all you're just all experiencing it and or a you know an understudy can come in and play something it's just it's just a wonderful communal experience like you were saying it's all being in all in community is it's just beautiful and it's it's wonderful to experience that and as I've gotten you know obviously I, I don't perform I perform some you know I've performed somewhat since I graduated high school but I haven't performed that much but since I'm becoming more of this audience member it's just amazing to consume like take up that space like you were saying like being mm-hmm. like 
looking around during intermission and seeing how other people are reacting to it or like even after the show like talking to people oh what did you like what did you not like like yeah talking to the actors after and being like thank you for doing this like thank you for providing this experience yeah mm-hmm. it's just that's that's kind of where I'm at it at with it I now. love that growing up doing it and then also loving it and experiencing it and you know being obsessed with the show one week and listening to it for three (laughs) months and then finding another show random you know it's all part of that and even like why we started this podcast so it's like all all encompassing I love that I also I really feel very moved maybe to the point of tears thinking about it being like you have to be theater live theater whether it's musical theater theater in general you have to be present in that moment yeah. Um, because it is the only time you will experience exactly what's happening. Yep. And I, I know that, you know, eight shows a week is a lot for Broadway people. I, I don't know how people do it. We mm-hmm. can have a whole discussion on how the Broadway world might be changing related to, you know, um, stamina and like whether yeah. it's right for them to do that. We can, we can talk about that, but I will say like, even last night, it was great because um, it was the first, night of the production of the touring lion king and at the very end spoilers when scar dies (laughs) he's supposed to fall off of the rock because he like pushes simba back and he reverberates out well halfway through that scene he realized or someone backstage or maybe someone on the ground realized that his fly the thing that would help him fall to the ground Mm -hmm. um for our non-theater people it was not hooked up right and you wow. could kind of tell as an audience member, you were like, oh, I hope someone fixes that. And he was still doing the scene. And then he looks straight off the stage. The curtain comes down. They pause. Everyone goes silent. Everyone stays exactly where they are. Someone says, we do not anticipate a long pause in the delay of our show. They clearly unhooked him and they did the whole scene on the ground. And it was, I mean, that's not the first time something like that I've seen happens. Um, wow. But it's like, that is like that's that's live theater mm-hmm. right like yep. you know that's what happens and you yep. can run all you the things that you punches. want and that it's like it is a community on and off stage right like there is a group of people making sure that this organism works mm. off stage just as much as there is on stage yeah um and I just love that so ah we love theater <laughs> we love for sure yeah yeah and oh I I, I want to mention before we before we stop like I think theater is something that because we've gone through this momentous, momentous and crazy time in the past two years, you know, what's the word people have been saying? Like, uh, unprecedented. Yes. Unprecedented. Look at that. No, we can't be in a podcast that used that word. (laughs) Unprecedented time. I mean, it's true though. Like we, I think about uh, you know, every couple of weeks, I think, wow, we're going through history. We're walking I want it through to be history. precedented. Yeah, but we know, just have some precedent. One day. <laughs> and, but I wonder how much, like, like you were kind of saying, like how much theater will change, how much performing will change, you know, since this time. And, but also how much I wonder, you know, I think about too a lot, like how much we'll see in the next five years, like what type of theater we'll see from people being stuck in their homes Mm -hmm. and how much creative things will we see since then. And I think that's, I think it's, 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 um, sad and hard to think about all the change that will happen, but it's exciting on the other hand 
you know, both things can be true of that. It's exciting to think about what new creative things are going to come out of this. Yeah, absolutely. But we've already seen some of this and we can talk about movie musicals and other like TikTok musicals or whatever. Like we've already seen creativity adapt um, to new forms to to have an audience. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but yeah, uh, for another time. Exactly. Yeah, because in case you all didn't know, the theater nerd cult is not going away. And we're here to stay. Theater nerds is here to stay after the first episode. (laughs) Oh, wow. Well, thanks, Tay, to talking to me about why you love theater and how you fell in love with theater. As we continue our discussion over each episode, I'm sure we will share, shed some more light, I guess. So much light will be shed. (laughs) <laughs> into musical theater I was gonna make a next to normal reference but I won't that's okay it's all right <laughs> awesome well that concludes our discussion on how we fell in love with musical theater thanks for chatting Tay oh it was wonderful all right Rachel let's talk about character of the week because this is our first episode we're mm-hmm. introducing the character of the week in which each episode, Taylor and I will pick a theater character we are feeling. Like, what vibes are we feeling for this past week? So, And we would also love to hear your characters. So comment on our social media pages. Tell us who you are this week, and you may just get a shout-out on an episode. So, Rachel, tell me, who is your character of the week? Great. Well, since you brought up High School Musical, you kind of had a little foreshadowing for me. So this um, week, let's I've, just go it's... back to this. Wait, oh wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> it's on mute. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> we can just go back to this. Let's <laughs> play it back. My own world. <laughs> we'll do a little karaoke here. Living in my own world. Gotta get to the Vanessa Hudgens yep. part. Did it yeah. I'm just gonna keep it up, and you can talk over it. Talk about your person. <laughs> I can't. I'm too distracted by Troy. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, no, no, no. I'll, I'll, okay, there we go. You have to pause it because I will actually just sing the whole thing. <laughs> so tell me, um, okay. who is your character? I am Troy Bolton this week, and here's why. Here's oh, why. Amazing. So as we're recording this, it's that weird liminal space post Christmas, mm. holiday, New Year's break. And now we're into the whole like, oh, we got to do work. And I specifically, I am Troy Bolton in Get Your Head in the Game with Corbin mm-hmm. Blue because we can't leave him out. Come on now. 14? And is 14, 14, is that his number? I don't know. Okay. I'm, it's I'm okay. It Good. Time. <laughs> Thank you. And I am specifically Get Your Head in the Game musical number because I'm Amazing. like, I need to focus on work. But also I'm thinking about all these other things that I maybe want to do. And then like to take it even more, a little more meta as a person, I'm thinking about like what is next for me in in my life. I just moved into a new apartment and Mm -hmm. didn't move that long ago to Nashville and I'm staying here. So trying to figure out what it looks like to move forward and Troy in this, in this episode, I mean, in this episode, in this musical number, not only is he like being told he needs to focus on the basketball game, but he quote, his heart's in the song, his head's in the game, but his heart's in the song, right? So he's thinking like, maybe there's a different decision here. Maybe I want to do something else. 
Um, so I am specifically, I am Troy Bolton this week. That's the vibes I'm feeling, but specifically the get your head in the game music number, which you should now pause and watch because it's so good or right after this episode, because it's amazing. Like, how did they do all that with the basketballs? I will never know. Never know. What about you, Tay? Just Who you some, is your yeah, character? Yeah, I'm going to give you two things. Uh, oh, people, ooh, I love uh, trivia. You know, okay. Zac Efron wasn't the voice in the first musical in the high oh, school. Oh, I know musical. this. Do you know who the first one was? Drew Seeley. Drew hey, Seeley. yeah. Okay, right. And then just to update the fans, I know the fans want to know, the theater nerd they fans. Do. Um, <laughs> the uh, Troy Bolton's number was 14. So. Oh, hey, you did it. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. All right, Tay, what is your character of the week? So my what character, the and some people may find it a little strange, but I'll explain, is uh, Little Red <laughs> from Into the Woods. Yeah. And do I refer to her on, you know, a monthly basis, maybe? Brad. I love Into the Woods, and we'll, you know, one day we'll talk about how incredible that show is. What I love Absolutely. about Little Red is just how fearless she is even before she meets you know spoiler the wolf um (laughs) but even you know after she's very um heroic and she's very she she's obviously you can tell she's a little like oh my world has opened up like I didn't know there was this like scary monster that was gonna eat me and my grandma but (laughs) I think she is just kind of like the world is my she's a little like Annie almost too maybe Annie's also Mm. but again also played by Lila Crawford for those theater nerds out there Um, (laughs) but I I love her like fearlessness and that's kind of how I'm feeling like we said you know the Mm. beginning of this year and this time to start out a new year it's like you're kind of like and maybe I'm sure everyone feels this way you're kind of like yeah I'm a go-getter I'm gonna go do it and maybe by July you're like what maybe I didn't do the things I wanted to (laughs) (laughs) and then by December you're like I definitely didn't do the things I wanted to but that's kind of how I'm feeling right now a little bit is like I want you know there's all these things I want to read more I want to do you know I want to start this podcast which we're doing I want to you know there's so many things and I feel like Little Red is that like kind of go-getter that person she sees the world and just a little bit of more of an optimistic light at first and then maybe the after she meets the wolf is like our second half of the year like half of the (laughs) the second (laughs) half so maybe i'll come at you in july and be like now i'm second half little red (laughs) (laughs) but that's how i'm feeling right now (laughs) i love that that's great i love that tay amazing great like we said please send us your characters how are you feeling this week this release week of the show we'd love to hear from you guys if you would like to join in on our discussion as well of how you fell in love with theater check us out of course again on on theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on our social media instagram and twitter at theaternerdpod or uh, on Facebook at Theater Nerd Podcast. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you next week.